And now, the two guys, one Shaker Cup podcast, hosted by Joshua Shaw and Ryan Buckeye. Josh and I, we think sometimes we know what we're talking about, although there are plenty of times, Josh, that we go into a podcast and have no fucking clue what we're going to say, how we're going to say it, and how it's going to be perceived. I think that's what makes our podcast interesting because I think that though we throw some topics out there before, we obviously have an idea of maybe what we want to maybe talk about. Even sometimes we figure that out, maybe the conversation uh, right before we start taping. But uh, it just makes it interesting. We don't know what's going to come out of our mouths, which uh, is always fun from people. It is fun. This episode will be fun, too, because we're talking. Um, Josh and I have a hypothetical here. It's like, hey, if we're going to start sort of a sports nutrition brand, if we're in charge of a sports nutrition slash fitness brand, what three celebrities or ambassadors or influencers out there in the world today would we want under our corporate umbrella of sorts? And we've actually spent, if you go back and listen to previous episodes here of, of our podcast, we've talked about the impact of influencers and athletes on. So we, I highly suggest you go back and listen to that if you haven't, because it's actually, I think there's some really good content in there. Um, but I think there, we've, we've, we've talked about that on that podcast. Like there is a place for certain influencers and certain ambassadors to have on the team. It just needs to make it has to have a synergistic effect and it has to fit your corporate strategy or what you're trying to do. Yeah. I mean, everything needs to be aligned. I think especially today with just the amount of choices in the market, you tend to have to be really authentic and real with all of your decision-making. So you have to really have some intention behind that. And right. if you don't, consumers can see right through it. So athletes, ambassadors, whatever you want to call them, they need to really match what, products and brand or whatever you're kind of trying to reach in your business, or it's just going to look really fake and, and somebody's going to have a substitute that they can go to. That's a lot more authentic. Yeah, I, I totally hundred percent agree. Um, and this episode forces Josh and I to get up with pop culture <laughs> and, and kind of figure out like who's who out there now, because I'll, I'll full, full transparency. Like I don't follow many fitness influencers on Instagram. I just don't, I don't spend a lot of time following what they're doing or what they're saying. I don't really put my efforts into that platform. I follow some celebrities, um, so when we actually pitched this question, I was like, oh shit, now I have to think about this a little bit. And, um, like I, I mentioned to you before we came on the air, I, I ultimately I had one for sure that, I mean, that anybody listening to this or watching this probably knows who I'm going to pick. Um, but I'm super excited to see who you got because you're probably going to name three people from that I've never heard of before. It, 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 I don't, maybe not, maybe I'm wrong, but <laughs> I'm assuming that you're going to name people I probably never heard of before. No, you're going you're gonna to know all these people, and they're, and they're going to be somebody that's it, – it's going to make sense because part of this podcast, the hypothetical, is around making sure we did align with the business. So we actually have to hypothetically create a business in the sense of just you know top line. Like what is this actually going to be uh, product-wise, or what are we going to go for from a, like a customer uh, acquisition or positioning? So this isn't uh, – I think it will make sense when you start hearing what I'm, I'm going to be talking about. So I think we should start off first, like, what's the premise of our brand, right? Like, what's what's the concept of our brand? Therefore, when we start naming people to fit that, um, you know, people can kind of understand. Um, I can start. So I, I'm and, – and this is going to give away my first celebrity anyway because I, I – I buy all his shit. I, I, I single-handedly <laughs> keep Under Armour and Dick's Sporting Goods in, in business with my purchase of, of Project Rock Gear. And I, and I resonate – what resonates well with me is, like, his taglines, be the hardest worker in the room and, like, blood, sweat, respect. The first two are given. The last one is earned. Like, that resonates well with me, and I've always kind of taken that into my personal life and what I, how I approach my professional career. And it's like that's the type of, of sports nutrition, that's the type of fitness company I'd want to create is like always be driving and striving to be the hardest work in the room. Like no one is going to fucking outwork me. And that is the concept of the brand that would be what the products that we carry is like. 
listen, you, to be the hardest worker in the room, you need the hardest work in fitness, the hardest work in sports nutritional supplements available. So that would be sort of the concept, the premise of, of my brand that I would want to create. And then therefore the celebs that I pick or the influencers that I pick underneath that sort of fit the bill. I think ours are kind of a little bit similar in a way, a little bit different also, but a few degrees similar in the sense that mine's also going to be around kind of hard work or productivity optimization mm -hmm. or just the idea of, you know, working harder, but also working smarter. So my kind of lifestyle brand in dot, 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 like the whole lifestyle brand, like, <laughs> no, not copying anybody by just lifestyle branding is, is a much bigger concept than one particular company just because yeah. somebody might have lifestyle in their name doesn't mean that they're copying another company that has lifestyle in their name or in their marketing or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the concept is more around just encompassing everything that has to do with a lifestyle around maybe optimizing your productivity and everything like that. So it's going to be a little bit different than maybe fitness based, but it's also going to have some supplements and, and some different things in there that cross over into our world. I love it. And, uh, and now I'm very interested to see who you picked and, and, and that fits that bill. Because in my head, I'm starting to formulate some, some ideas uh, based on what you just talked about, which is cool. I, I'm glad, like, similar but different to some extent. And, uh, you know, like I mentioned, I, I structured my business based after one man who successfully, like, first and foremost, the reason why The Rock is my number one pick, like, if this is a draft and I'm picking Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he, his line sells more for Under Armour than anybody else that they've ever signed in the history of that company. Like they keep Forbes keeps putting out articles on the impact that the rocks line has had, not only for Under Armour, but just this week, Forbes launched a, an article that from the CEO of Dick's sporting goods saying like his line turned around our company. It helped us like yeah. do well. And when somebody at a retail store says literally this one person's like signature line is helping us turn our shit around that's impactful and for the right reason. And the reason being, like, he has all these followers on Instagram. He, at least in the public eye, he's seen as a good person. Now, yeah. I've heard things about him behind the scenes, all right? I think everybody has sort of a, a dark, shitty, shitty side of us. But at the end of the day, it's like perception is reality. We perceive him as being, like, this kind-hearted big dude who made this transition from pro wrestling. Also, another reason why I love him, because that's the world I come from, uh, into acting, which everybody told him he's never going to make it. And he has this phenomenal story he talks about seven bucks in his pocket when he got cut from the calgary stampeders and he didn't know what the fuck he was gonna do he got evicted as a kid like he is the the the, the story that we all can like believe and grasp onto whether it's true or not is another question i, I believe it to be true because I, I trust what he says but it's a motivating story of this guy who lived in hawaii evicted from the island got evicted out of multiple homes couldn't couldn't i mean they they him and his family were like there was nothing, and now he is the highest-paid actor in Hollywood, or his, his movies gross more money than anybody else, and it's based on that concept and that premise of being the hardest worker in the room. Like He refuses to be outworked by anybody, and whether he is or isn't, it's showing in what's going on in not only Hollywood but pop culture to the point where I, I think I've talked about this on this podcast before. I admittedly voted for him as president in the last <laughs> presidential election. And I will do the same next <laughs> November when given my opportunity to put Dwayne The Rock Johnson in for president come 2020. I'm going to do that. <laughs> That's probably one of the most interesting write-ins <laughs> possible. I, I spelled I his name wrong as well. That's how serious I was about it. I spelled <laughs> it wrong. What's wrong with me? Oh, man. I'd actually be curious to see how many other people just in the United States – wrote him in as a, as a vote. I, I'd, I'd imagine at least a few dozen. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, I, think, I think there's a lot more than you think. And here, I mean, I remember 
previous to that election that somebody had submitted his information into like the Republican Party or, or maybe it was like a third party as a presidential candidate. So then we covered the story at FI because it was it was relevant and it went nuts. Like it went gangbusters because people were so excited about The Rock running for president. And it's it's always comes up and he's always getting asked the question in the media, like, will you run for president? And he's never said no. At this point, Josh, anything is possible. Anything yeah. is absolutely possible. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor. Jesse Ventura was a governor. Donald Trump is our president. Anything is possible in the world. So don't rule it out. Don't rule it uh, out. Rock 2020. <laughs> let's go. I agree. I agree. Who is? I mean, this is going to get us off track a little bit, but who would you like to have as his running mate? I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin, obviously. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, sense. Rock yeah. Austin, baby. Rock <laughs> Austin 2020. There's no other. Uh, there's no other combo that could ever that could ever work. They would just be stomping mud holes in everybody and chugging <laughs> beers at the White House. Not much different than it is now. So let's go. I think this is this is this is probably where our conversation needed to go. That was <laughs> that was super interesting. I, I it's like the presidential election being run by The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's like, I mean, all of us millennials uh, that grew up around the heyday of of that phase of wrestling would yeah. would vote because that is that was that was our guys. I mean, I remember that back in uh, middle school and and, and all that. <laughs> it, it, Austin three sixteen shirts would make a comeback for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. So that, that's my first overall draft pick on my uh, – and by the way, if I was able to afford The Rock, I wouldn't be able to afford paying any employees, my mortgage, anything else. It would be way too expensive. Yeah, yeah. I mean I – the people that I'm going to pick, they they're not even going to say yes at all. I wouldn't I wouldn't even have the money to pay them. So it's yeah. fine where your where your thought is. I guess to take one step back before I name maybe somebody on mine, like what kind of products I guess, or or maybe like what totally would you be offering like in your company. I mean, obviously the rock is going to be a part of it, but is right. it going to be like more traditional sports nutrition products? Is it going to be maybe some uh, fragment or some yeah. hardcore thing? What is it going to be? No, traditional sports nutrition products with an emphasis on apparel as well. I mean, considering what he did for Under Armour, I'm going to take that and, and, yeah. and have it for mine, but just keep it simple, stupid. Mine would be more just sports nutritional products at this point. Does the does the Rock has he ever endorsed anything or or has he ever shown maybe what he takes? No, I mean, well, it, it, there's been pictures of him on like Instagram in his trailer. He has like Vitargo, he has Optum Nutrition, like gold standard, um, just like your traditional stuff. But uh, he does. I mean, he could come out with a supplement line and he would kill it. Yeah. I would, I, you know, and I'm shocked he hasn't yet. And maybe there's a reason why. But like outside of his Under Armour contract and now his uh, strategic partnership with Voss Water, there's uh, there's nothing out there. Yeah. Okay. And I will. I will fully admit, I buy Voss Water now because of that partnership. I. I really do. And it's. It's a cool bottle. It's a really cool bottle. And it's also four dollars a bottle, which is a complete fucking ripoff. But I buy it. You're like the biggest fanboy ever for the oh, Rock. I mean, <laughs> it's the only person, the only man crush, the only celebrity I'd lose my shit over meeting. Everybody else don't care. Him, <laughs> I care. That's funny. So I guess to to jump into maybe my side, my first draft pick per se, I'm going to first cover maybe around like products, what I'm going to offer. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think I think it's um, like I said, I'm, I'm going to have some definitely some maybe some supplements, the idea of maybe like some nootropics or, or kind of brain enhancing type of products. But I'm going to kind of go bigger than that and figure some food, some beverage, uh, maybe some sleep type products to optimize yes. that side of it. And then outside of just the products. Because I'm going full lifestyle, I'm going to be looking at maybe like some devices or maybe some like software, hardware things that you can implement to optimize your lifestyle. Um, bunch of like different tech solutions because I'm going to be like trying to create this like solution or like this complete loop of like personalized everything, like something that's like super optimized to that individual person. So the 
person you, that I'm going to pick. You've been reading a lot of this DNA testing shit, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting like super into this like epigenetics and yeah. like all this kind of like nutrigenomics, like all this kind of like crazy. So I don't know why because to I'm which not everybody, to, For those listening and watching, to which when he posted this on his social page, everybody, the comments were, this is bullshit. This is a, this is a hoax. <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> like it's, it's great feedback. I know. I love it because people are only seeing like what all this is right now. I believe, and I've said it even in the video that I posted, like personalized nutrition to like what it is today is a gimmick. It's, it's just all about uh, acquiring customer information and there's not much true personalization in it, but I'm looking like super futuristic, like total down, uh, down the line. So because of needing to have all these different like technologies and very deep thinker, very long thinker. Um, I'm going to go with my first draft pick. I'm going to go with Elon Musk, because if somebody's going to change the way we do something, it's going to be a big thinker like that. Right. Now, I also need an executor because he's not very great at very, uh, very good at executing if he's going to be a part of my business as well, because obviously the guys that I'm going to probably pick, they're not just going to be posting, hey, 10% off code. I'm going to be bringing these guys in as maybe uh, a little bit of help because I I'm not dumb enough to say that I'm smarter than Elon Musk or the other guys that are on my list. I'm going to lend my ear to whatever they got to say because I think they're going to be able to help me with my with my supplement brand, I guess. And also having Elon's not, Elon Musk on your team is not bad because you get free Teslas and then you get like yeah. free space shuttles and everything else that he's, <laughs> his fucking brain is talking about. Um, I mean, that's a total like brand alignment, 100% based on what you want to do. I mean, like this personalized approach to biohacking of sorts i guess i don't know i don't really use that word but like yeah he's he's the type of guy i'm sure he biohacks himself like crazy um yeah. for what he does uh i love it uh my second pick is i'm gonna go female on this one would be serena williams so i'm sticking along the lines of like higher end celebrities serena williams arguably could be the best athlete ever in the history of any sports and we typically don't give her enough credit because a she's a female and she plays tennis and um you know i just did a post on how tiger woods is, is probably the greatest athlete of my generation not remembering like serena's won all this shit and not only that is she is a massive human being like she is a strong human being she would break me in two and um i think she just stands for obviously the the, the concept of hard work that translates into championships what she's done and how she's been able to inspire so many females and men, hopefully, too, to, like, pick up a racket and play tennis and, and go after your dreams and your goals. Now, obviously, she has her sister, Venus, which is very cool. But, like, <clears throat> they didn't come from much either, I, I believe, their story. Like, they came from not a ton either. And they're a both of them were able to be very successful, her being the more successful of the sisters based on championships alone. But, um, yeah, she's got some issues sometimes in terms of, like, some some uh, anger problems that her and her sister have with, with on court. But I think that makes her a real person. And that makes people maybe relate to them a little bit more. But I feel like based on the influence that she has had over her career and the greatness that she has shown in what she's done in professional tennis um, is the definition of hard work. Like she, she didn't get this by just sitting around. Like she worked hard every single day at being the best in the world. And uh, quite, you know, selfishly, I would want a female on my, on my team. Like I need a female. I mean, The Rock is a male. Serena is an African-American female. Like it's, it's a good thing to have. Um, but she, it, more so than that, for what she stands for is really what I'd want her on the team and, and to help spread this concept of, like, if you be the hardest worker in the room, like, you can achieve and accomplish anything you want, and this is what we have to help you get there. Yeah, I mean, I think both of those align really well. I also like that both of your picks are super, like, authentic and just also they um, share a lot of their 
world. They're very mm-hmm. transparent in a lot of their struggles and everything, especially with like Serena Williams recently around having a child and, mm-hmm. and just talking about how you know female athletes have to come back and how they balance motherhood to um, also being at the top of their game still and doing all these different things. I think that's super inspiring to a number of different categories of buyers, not just necessarily maybe like the meatheads that are going to appreciate maybe the hard work around her athletics, but just like a mom that's like trying to get back in shape or try to get more healthy for whatever reason, she can look at Serena Williams and go, damn, okay, like she could do this. And she talks about the struggles and everything. I am no much, you know, different than her. I can do what she needs to, you know, I could do what she's doing and on a a smaller scale, but you know, it's, it's inspiring nonetheless for anybody in that level. So, you know, I love, I love those two picks. I am a little bit jealous that I didn't pick a female. I'm not sexist at all. I just, for some reason that didn't come to mind. So thank you for popping that one out, Ryan, because I feel like two men on a podcast, all we do is, is sometimes uh, get a little bit, uh, towards male centered things. So yeah. that was, that was great. <laughs> All right. Hey man. I mean, to say it wasn't intentional would be a lie. Obviously I wanted to have a female. So like when I was thinking about this, it's like, which female would embody hard work? It's like, yeah. okay, how about the greatest athlete of all time? Serena Williams. So if we're talking second pick now, so, um, I'm not going to change any of my picks because you put a woman in there. So I'm going to go with what I You're such I'm gonna, a sexist little prick. <laughs> I'm going to go straight, I'm going to go straight to the top. Um, and this is going to be a very bad, <laughs> bad pick now that I'm starting to think about uh, what we just talked about with women. But um, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, it happens. <laughs> hey, you know what? He had some trouble with his marriage. Yeah. I'm not going to knock him for that. That's in his personal life. Whatever he does behind closed doors is, is his business. But I'm picking is him because. Is it cause, though? Because I think I it mean, came out for, <laughs> became everybody's business. It's not, it's not behind closed do- doors when you're the richest no. man in the world, yeah, unfortunately. It but, uh, <laughs> but Jeff Bezos, I mean, the biggest, baddest dog in all of this. I mean, this guy is like. If, if you're going to be talking about how to optimize your life and get the most out of life and, and try to reach for the best in all aspects of your life, I mean, why not go after what most consider like the metric that everybody kind of bases things off and is around earning power yeah. or how wealthy. And if you have the, you know, arguably one of the more valuable, most valuable companies in the world, yeah. um, you know, right now I think maybe it's, it's not comparable to Apple, but like long term, I think people are really thinking Amazon's going to be that company. And I don't know if you've paid attention to Jeff Bezos lately, but like he's, he's looking a little bit more jacked lately. I think this like what he happens. maybe spends. This is what happens when you got relationships, yeah. all right? He spends a little time in the gym now. I mean, he's not just that nerdy guy in the back office that's like typing on his computer anymore. I think no. he's out there putting in the time in the gym. Maybe he's training with The Rock. We don't know. I could mean, be. who knows? It could happen. He just, again, another guy that owns a rocket company probably just shoots off in his rocket. Heads over to the Rock's gym, wherever he's taping a movie right now. Puts in the session, goes back over to wherever the hell he lives. He probably has thirty-five houses. I don't, I don't really know at this point. But yeah. uh, uh, that's who I'm picking. I mean, that's the guy I'm picking because I think if I'm going to have a brand ambassador, uh, why not pick the guy at the top of the business world? Yeah, he's a brilliant. I don't care what he does in his personal life. I mean, I know that makes some people might say I'm an ignorant asshole for that. But you know what? When it comes to business, like he's. He built that baby. I mean, he was, yeah. he's been at that ship, at the, at the helm of that ship for a long time. And Josh, you've talked about continually on your platforms, the Amazon effect. Like, that's what it's called. The Amazon, so powerful that there is an effect that Amazon forced companies like Walmart and um, other big 
large corporations to change the way that they approach their online business. I mean, Walmart.com now is Walmart.com because Amazon forced them to get there. I mean, it's, it's very simple as that. Um, and he's can you and can you imagine just like having him in my company? I mean, I I'm basically going to get preferential treatment on, on the biggest retail platform out there. I mean, yeah. I, I I understand that's probably extremely illegal, but I don't care. I'm going to pull whatever stops I need to make my business successful. So good luck, Ryan, in, in your business and anybody else that's trying to compete against me because I'm going to crush everybody with I, Jeff I Bezos. Think, I think that's a great pitch for your consulting company. <laughs> like you are willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that you get that company money. So if you're not hiring Josh Shaw right now, you need to be because he will make sure that you turn – Turn a new leaf. Um, uh, I like it. I think both your picks so far and in my head. Now I'm starting to think of like what your third pick's going to be. And I have like I'm thinking like guys who sat on the road in Shark Tank and who who's written like 20 fucking books about being millionaires and being successful. So <laughs> I guarantee I, I'm thinking that your third third man because you didn't pick a woman uh, has probably written several books. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, my third and final pick actually is a close friend of the rocks. And I did this for two reasons. One, he's a very hard worker. Two, he's funny. So I, the 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 comedic goal between The Rock and him and even Serena would be phenomenal in terms of advertising. Um, but he's also another one who's real and authentic, and that's Kevin Hart. And so I'm a huge Kevin Hart fan as, as a comedian. I think he's fucking hilarious. But he's also the guy who has cheated on his wife and done all these bad things. And he's taught, he, he writes it into his script, into his stage script. He doesn't shy from it. He's like, hey, here's what I did. I fucked up. This is what happened. Um, People forgive him for it. There's going to be people who hate him. But he also works his ass off in the gym. He works out hard. And his story, much like The Rock's, came from nothing. And um, worked his way up through stand-up comedy. Now very high-paid actor in Hollywood. Uh, but it, it comes through that whole concept again of he didn't get it for free. It didn't come easy for him. He had to work extremely hard. Recently, just in a car accident. So, like, there's a lot of stuff going on there. But, um, you know, in terms of a brand ambassador, like, he has a huge following and just uh, he lives that life. He loves that life. And I think he actually just came up with his own supplement company, actually. Um, I should know this. I believe he's attached to or he's endorsing a sports nutrition company. So, he, he's obviously interested in the field. But I think having, uh, you know, like the camaraderie between him and The Rock, because they do on screen collabs very well together would just benefit my brand, and I think they could do something in a, in a different way. Um, and I realized that all three of my picks are African-Americans, um, or at least part of it, like The Rock is Samoa, an African-American, obviously Serena, and Kevin Hart are, are both African-American human beings, um, and I don't have a problem with that at all. Like, it does, that does not bother me, um, just like it doesn't bother you not to have a woman. I think, listen, we, we, what we're saying here is, like, we're picking three. I mean, if we had to pick a team, like, obviously, I'd probably be looking at other things, too, but... These are the three people that ultimately like even came to mind, and I just had to research them briefly and be like, are they really good fits? And they're yeah. they're all three are very authentic. All three have very similar stories about how they came from nothing to something. They worked hard to get there, and they represent this concept of like physical fitness as well. They're all three are very good shape. Um, they work out. They believe that working out breeds like better versions of themselves to allow them to go out and be successful for the people that they are. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Another interesting point, but we were talking about like just influencers or, or just ambassadors overall, and we're obviously picking very large people, um, but out of you know equally massive people we could have picked, we you're going to see that the, the final person I picked also kind of fits this bill is that 
they also have a lot of really strong um, just like exposure out like they use maybe social media a lot they use um, you know traditional media a lot in the sense of like getting themselves out there mm -hmm. both their story and just maybe on my side like the company or their thoughts or whatever so I think that we even if we were thinking just in micro influencer standpoint like our brains would have thought that way anyways we would have thought okay what can we get the most bang out of our buck for like exposure levels and all kinds of other things just not just like oh these guys are cool or oh these guys seem like they'd be somebody i want to go hang out with or right. whatever like we we i guess the point of this conversation is that though it was extremely fun for us to talk about all this we also did put bake into some things how we think yeah. and how other companies should think when they're approaching this, this is hypothetical, but it's also could be related to like real life type of situations. So yeah. don't want to, I, I will say, <clears throat> I will say, I don't want to go off on a tangent here cause you have your third and final pick, but like we see all too often companies go sign somebody to sign somebody just to sign somebody. There's yeah. no strategic fit there. I see it every single day right now. I, I have conversations with people all the time and I scratch my head thinking like, why, like, why are you paying this person money to represent your brand when they don't, they, there's no strategic, there's no fit there. Um, and I think, that's where ego comes into play. It's like, I need to sign a bodybuilder. I need to sign this person. I need to sign somebody for notoriety. No, you don't. You, you, if there's not a good fit there, don't do it. And as you can see, like my three picks, obviously couldn't afford them, but they all fit the concept that I presented at the beginning of the show. So far, two of your three have done, and I'm sure your third one is going to be just as well aligned with what you're doing. You were close to my third pick. You were starting to get uh, hot, and then I think you you got a little bit more off track. But uh, I am picking a Shark Tank person. I knew it. it uh, just because um, there's a there's a main reason why I'm, I'm picking the person I'm picking, and that is Mark Cuban, and not necessarily for maybe the reasons because he's the the richest shark mm -hmm. out there. It's because he is the one that has the most hatred towards these types of products, like mm. supplements or anything that's like unproven. If you guys have watched Shark Tank yeah. for any number of episodes, he is just like, he tears them apart. He just hates supplement companies or anybody that's touting like functional benefits that don't have like all these like massive studies behind them. He assumes that you should have a bunch of pharmaceutical studies behind every single thing. And, and why I'm picking him is because he's such a hater in our space if i could flip him and he's a part of my brand and he's an advocate of it it's gonna have a lot more weight than anybody else because i have a ton of footage of him just like trashing everybody else and then now he is supporting fully supporting my things and it's and it's because of all these other things i'm gonna have with science back this and, and whatever other things i'm gonna have around my brand my my kind of like goals with my brand so i think that he would be a pretty unique one to pick. I also think that he's super relatable, even though he's a billionaire. I think he's one of the, a lot of the people that I picked outside of Elon Musk, because I think Elon Musk's dad had had some cash and, and things. They're also very much like self-made. Uh, self yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, they didn't really come from anything. I Mark, Mark was a Pittsburgh guy that, you know, kind of was a poor kid. I think Jeff Bezos didn't really come from much. And then Elon uh, kind of Took it, I'm picking him for a much different reason than just being um, self-made, but I want that to be a core of my business because if not, people are going to think, well, you know, it's kind of like um, signing big bodybuilders that are uh, Mr. Olympia and then having them attached to a supplement brand, like thinking you got big by those supplements. Right. You didn't get big by, by the supplements. So similar in my, my sense, like I got to have people that maybe um, relate to more of the self-made aspect of it because a lot of the people that are going to be buying my lifestyle brand are going to be 
also probably self-made. Yeah, I love it. I think it's. I, I was gonna say. Rich, I thought you were gonna say Richard Branson, and because he, he's been on Shark Tank several times, yeah. he's written like twenty books. He owns an airline company, and he's also very successful. So, um, but it's. Uh, I think they're all good fits. And and here here's the risk you have with Mark Cuban. If he doesn't flip, well, now you have a wasted asset. <laughs> but, yeah. but 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 if you can show him how much money you can make, then maybe he'll be all on board. So yeah. Mark, Mark Cuban doesn't believe in sports nutritional supplements, but he believes in stuff like this. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> cheap plug for Gronk. Um, he'll invest in a Gronkowski company that mixes those supplements he doesn't believe in because it's a money-making venture. Um, I want to wrap up the show with something um, that I want to – we didn't talk about this, and I like doing this sometimes because it puts us on the spot. But, like, in our space, the sports nutrition space that we play in, what do you think – or who do you think has one of the best strategic fits in terms of an athlete or an influencer that's attached to the brand? And, I, and I'll start. And this is um, – you and I both have had experience with, with Matt Hesse and Performix. And I think what they did with John Cena, this, I'm not just saying this because I'm a, I'm a yeah. former wrestler. I'm saying the strategic fit with John Cena and what they're doing with their FitOps program, I think is brilliant. It's hands down such a great strategic fit because John is somebody who believes in our U.S. military, always has been, was the first to raise his hand, sign up and go do some stuff with the tributes to the troops. He obviously works out a lot so he can represent Performix, the brand, at the same time. Um, you know, push and help out that FitOps program, which he just, you know, vowed to donate a million dollars or match a million dollars for the program. And I was like, I, I, and there's a lot of other great strategic fits as well, obviously, but that's the one that stands out to me most right now. One, because it's very recent for me. I was just there. You were just there as well. Um, but I think it's just a great overall fit in terms of here's the core company. But then we have this nonprofit that we really support that John can kind of help us bridge the gap between the two in a successful way that makes it authentic because it is very authentic that I just think is a, is a no-brainer. So it's such a great fit for Matt Hesse, the performance team, and John Cena. I mean, I agree with that one. That one's a great pick. I mean, that was initially where I was kind of thinking, um, but not to duplicate your answer. Um, mine's maybe not going to sound as great, but I, I was kind of thinking after you mentioned that and kind of changing up my idea was more geared towards a company we talk about a lot on here is just like with ghost uh, lifestyle. And, and maybe that's just because I'm also building a lifestyle brand that it's going to be uh, that's obviously taken from them because everything that uh, has used the word lifestyle is obviously comes from ghost lifestyle. But right. uh, the uh, I, I really like at least they're starting off with like Christian Guzman. I think that in, at the time, especially three years ago or whatever, when the business was started, um, he was extremely aligned, like in terms of what he was saying in his own YouTube, his own personal brand or whatever. And I think that because he was very well connected friendship wise or just um, to the overall mm -hmm. uh, meaning behind Ghost, like with, with Dan and Ryan and, and them really mashing up pretty well, I think it was like a really good first pick. Also, he was like a rising star in terms of like the fitness influencer uh, space at the time. He's, he's obviously gotten to a very large level now, but um, I think he's, he was a really good fit for just what they were trying to accomplish. Like with both Dan and Ryan also having like a little bit of a sense of like putting themselves out there in their own sense. Mm -hmm. um, but they didn't want to go fully out there, at least initially at the beginning. So it was useful to have somebody like Christian be able to tell that story in a way that could reach consumers on a much closer level because he has, you know, 500,000, a million followers on, on uh, YouTube. And it was just one of those things where if you're going to start a brand and it's you're trying to align with a fitness influencer, that was a pretty good pick right off the bat. And I think the, the, what we have in common with both our picks is both the, the, the people that we picked 
aren't owners in the company. Like they're not CEOs of the company, right? We could have said yeah. Chris Gethin is a great, right? But that's his company. Like it's his thing or Katie Hearn. It's her thing with, with Alani New Studio, you know? But like, so we pick people that these companies actually went out and essentially signed. I mean, obviously Christian's got a relationship with Ryan and, and Dan. Um, John didn't have a really a previous relationship at all. He just believed in the mission. So um, I guess our takeaways, if we want to be educational on this podcast, and we do is if you're a brand owner out there, and you're thinking about signing somebody or going after somebody, like the, the moral of the story is like don't sign anybody that's not a strategic fit, that, that, that does not believe in the mission and what you're doing because they, there's no way for them to be authentic about what you're doing is if they don't believe in it or don't follow that type of quote-unquote lifestyle. And uh, I think that's why you see brands that have great strategic fits be so successful like a Christian Guzman with Ghost because they are authentic and that is the lifestyle that they live and they do believe that stuff. And it just, it, it, it just promotes everything that the brand wants and that's such a great fit and those are people you want to hang on to forever yeah totally agree with you i mean i think it's you know bringing it back to an earlier point in this podcast for me i mean it's it's total it's around authenticity like can you make a plan with your all aspects of your marketing or all aspects of your business can it align well because if it doesn't consumers now could poke holes through it and they have available substitutes in the market they don't need to buy from you for if you're not giving them the reason to do that and reinforcing that reason through all your actions so just make sure you are thinking fully through that because it's this game is not getting any easier it's only getting more difficult and if you're not thinking fully through this all you're going to have a lot of trouble in the future 100 percent. if you like what you heard here today hit that subscribe button on itunes spotify or youtube follow us over at social media we're on two guys one shaker cup Love to hear some more information on topics you want to hear. We do have a, a handful of topics we're going to talk about in the future, but if there's something that pops up in these comments that's interesting, we'll talk about it tomorrow if we have to. So uh, until next time, it's Joshua Shaw with the Christian Guzman 3D cans in the background. Cheap plug for him. That's why he said Christian Guzman because he's, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's got chapstick on people. Just keep that in mind. Uh, and, uh, and your boy here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. We appreciate it. Podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Podcast, and more. Follow us along on our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Two Guys, One Cup, Instagram, and Twitter.